1: Seattle has seen night after night of protests for the killing of George Floyd by police in Minneapolis. KEXP DJs have been responding by playing music by black artists, music with a message. One of those DJs is Larry Mizell Jr. He's host of our show Street Sounds, which airs Friday nights from 9pm till midnight. He joins me now to talk about how he's processing yet another death in the black community, and the power of music to spread a message. First off, I want to air something Larry said during his Show last Friday,
0: but you know I, I hosted the show for seven years uh, till 2016, and uh, do you know how many shows I programmed in the midst of extrajudicial exjudici- killings of, of black people? How many uh, uprisings and all sorts of madness, and it's it's intensely fatiguing to try to come up with a way to respond to that. As, as as your gig to to play music or talk about music or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to keep the joy in here, but the anger is here. It's been there. It's big.
1: That was a really powerful statement. Just generally, how did Last Friday feel for you as a DJ?
0: Last Friday as a DJ um, was, you know, it was kind of a roller coaster of emotions in the. Days leading up to Friday, anticipating having to program, like, the millionth show where I feel like I'm doing my responsibility. I'm doing my duty by responding to everything that's going on. And I just kind of felt, I just felt this, this drag, this, this heaviness, this weight of having to think about music that talks about the incalculable cost of murder and hatred and inequity. And even saying these words doesn't feel like enough to express it. So how could programming three hours of music do it? And also I don't want to do that. (laughs) It's, it's not fun it's not the joy of my life that is music discovery and playing music, so trying to think about it and even talking to friends about it, and some were like don't even don't even go there, just just give give some some joy to the people or, or whatever and I tried to kind of think about all that I wasn't even going to. I was going to do an initial set of music that kind of spoke to the police murdering George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and literally everybody before and since that, and and just do the rest of the show. But in the third hour, I kind of got fired up again. I was like, "Wait, I could play this. I could play that. I I I feel like there's more to to say, to do, to." feel you know I didn't I hadn't gotten that feeling out of my body and I never do in these times it's extremely uh I don't know just feel so tired and low for days after having to kind of do this performance related to it especially when it wasn't something I planned to do
1: yeah I mean it's like also like this idea that you're like okay I feel like I should say something but At the same time, it's like you're having to put yourself in a position where you're having to sit with it for three hours at a time. Like you kept playing songs that were related to it, you know, what had happened. And it's just like, as a DJ, you have to sit with that for three hours. So you're putting yourself through that process, you know, of like reflection and having to sit with it. For three hours at a time, which is a lot, you know, to to not be able to take your mind off of it, which I can totally like you said, like it's fatiguing, you know, and and that totally makes sense. But, you know, when you were prepping for last Friday's show, like were there certain songs, like when you were thinking about just the beginning of your set, um, were there certain songs where you're like, this is what I need to play right now?
0: There were certain songs that I just naturally was like, I should throw this on. Like, to me, it's kind of cliche but I have to play Fuck the Police by N.W.A. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it. I have to play Fuck the Police by JD, aka J On the count of three, say Fuck the Police. Uh, One, two, three. Fuck the Police! Yeah, Fuck 'em. Applaud Applauding niggas. <laughs> damn right, um. We could lose a few of em. we got enough of them. My niggas on the corner, they be dying and dunking them. Bitches getting pulled over, end up fucking them. For real, And see, now we got these fake cops, they thought he had a gun. Made a mistake, cops. I hate cops. Turn on the TV. Mm. Is this another cop busted from mm. a illegal business? They out of control, they out of their minds They pulling you over, they hopping inside just... There's a song by Killer Mike Some pre-Run the Jewels Killer Mike Solo stuff, there's a song called Burn That um, Samples um, You and Your Folks By Funkadelic Which already is a song That's speaking to all of this To some degree It samples a loop from that Which puts in mind to me this continuum of not just music not just protest but like suffering that's been going on forever both. Both. but beyond that it's just the song that's um, got a lot of anger and analysis in it that i appreciate police. the crowd continue to express their outrage over the shooting death of oscar Grant. Of they oscar say Grant. the cop wrote a letter apologizing to oscar guess they say i'm wrong because i still say drop 'em. police in the ghetto they is killing niggas daily but when we get the busting back they say that we crazy prison's overcrowded and schools is too. because they under educate you and got a place for you yeah, niggas go to prison new way, slavery. Now you know why they under-educate your baby. Those songs I'm always going to play. People are requesting the first two, at like the whole show. But even that three-hour period of sitting with it, it's... I'm always sitting with that. You understand? Um, as a black man, I'm always sitting with that stuff to some degree. I'm able to be lightened of that when in community and enjoying my day, you know, whatever, doing the things that make life worth living, all that good stuff. But it's always there. and has been since I was a kid and I'm not any different from anybody in that respect. Like we've had to, see these things happen to people in our community, to our family members, loved ones. Um, But focusing it, you know, trying to like speak to it is to me very laborious. It feels like emotional labor. And I know that's not even a concept everybody believes in, but it's very real to me. So it's, it's, You know, it's draining um, and exalting, you know, like feeling like you're connecting to people. And and that's, you know, just getting outside of my head and my feelings. There's a bunch of people who are really grateful and really feeling connected and feeling heard and felt and uh, lucky to to have a place have a station that's playing this music at this time, responding to this stuff. And, you know, that's another level of responsibility and it's not a feeling of like power, but it's a feeling of like just being at the helm of, of something that's touching people. You'll never, you'll never see all over the place. Yeah. You know, that's big.
1: Yeah, you're doing it for other people as well. I mean, yeah. what kind of power do you think music has um, in, in delivering a message, especially when you think of times like these where everyone's thinking about, you know, the the death of George Floyd or others? You know, everyone, there's protests every day. You know, what kind of role do you think music has in these times? What role does it have in delivering a message?
0: I think there's nothing... Older, more central to music than delivering a message. That's what it's always been. You know, whether it's being used in a, like a spiritual dimension or it's used um, as it was early employed in the African American experience by slaves in the field to literally communicate plans, news that their overseers couldn't decipher. And that is something that I think every iteration of music created by African peoples in America, uh, it's carried, you know, it's carried a germ of that, but none so much as in hip-hop because it's so deeply coded, or at least has been, even though it's super deciphered. This whole website's dedicated to breaking down the lyrics, you know what I mean? I've joked before, like, what would what would it be if like the slave masters had genius.com to, to break down the the songs and the feet? you know, but it's extremely important when we talk about and think about societal change and popular movements. It's all, it's always framed by the music of the time, whether we're talking about Marvin Gaye or, or we're talking about John Lennon or just the chants people are making up people communicate information and mass via rhythm and lyric so it's, it's extremely important so that that messaging is always a part of the music it's totally important
1: yeah so last Friday during Street Showns, you also listed the names of many other black folks who have been killed over the, over the years.
0: Ayana Monet Stanley Jones, Philando Castile, Tatiana Coquise Jefferson, Akai Gurley, Megan Marie Hockaday, Tatiana Hargrove, Stephon Clark, Emantic Fitzgerald Bradford Jr., Amadou Diallo, Samir Rice, Trayvon Martin, Freddie Carlos Gray Jr., Jordan Edwards, Jonathan Farrell, Corinne Gaines, Alton Sterling, Jamar Clark, Jeremy Bam Bam McDowell, Sandra Annette Bland, Layleen Polanco, Malaysia Booker, Betty Jones, Terrence Crutcher, Oscar Grant, Walter Lamar Scott, Just a few of the names that we say, that we honor, that they took from us.
1: You know, when you think about that long list of names, you know, and I know, like, especially when you think about just the news cycle, you know, back in 2014, when we both had the death of Michael Brown by a white Ferguson, Missouri police officer. And then Eric Gardner, who later died after saying that he couldn't breathe, you know, similar to George Floyd, you know, from a chokehold by New York City police, you know, and in Gardner's case. I mean, do you feel like anything has changed since 2014? Has America learned anything?
0: Uh I think there's a lot of America that's learned that they can get away with it. Hmm. If anything that's been learned, it's the wrong lessons. It's that they are seen and they are protected. And now there are people in power at the, (laughs) the utmost seat of power in our country that will advocate for you, tell you you're a nice person, that even if you murder over a dozen people in a church, in one of the oldest churches in the States that was founded by slaves, that the police will drive you away and and buy you a Whopper with cheese. You know what I mean? they'll put a bulletproof vest on you and take you to the drive-thru. And if anything, people have learned that there's, there's more bandwidth for so-called patriots like that to exercise their sick will. And I think that a lot of young people who've grown up in that time have learned that that's what their country is willing to let happen to them. And, The system getting disrupted by a pandemic, people not having the yoke of having to nine to five because they can't has left a lot of pent up energy and just time and capacity to get out in the streets. Like there's a, there's a meme from a YouTube video where this kid is like, I didn't have time. For 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 you yesterday, hmm. i.e. this conflict you're trying to bring me, but I got time today.
1: Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a really interesting point. Well, Larry, I think these are all my questions. Is there anything else um, that you want to say or add um, or reflect on?
0: I want to say that it's really easy to get caught up in the and the zeitgeist and the feelings and the, and the tears and everything that is so epic, because we are dealing now with possibly the biggest civil rights movement in world history at the moment, when we're talking about protests in all 50 states of the U.S. and over 18 countries, I think, at last count, but I think it's more, affirming the worth of the life of black Americans, I think that it's easy to get caught up in it while it's happening, but there's, it's so vital to be thinking about this and working on dismantling the things that eradicate those lives and devalue them and breaking down the machines that, 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 are oiled by that blood that's more important the everyday and i think a lot of people are, are are understanding that there's a lot of people stepping back and looking at the institutions that they're part of and the businesses they frequent and just the way it all works and seeing how it works in full and Having better perspective on that, so hopefully, concrete actions, understanding, divestment, voting, all of that reflects what I pray is a change in consciousness, mm-hmm. yeah, for a whole lot of people.
1: That was my conversation with KEXP Street Sounds DJ Larry Mizell. You can catch him Friday nights from 9 till midnight on KEXP and at KEXP.org. Then on Saturday, on the broadcast of Sound and Vision, which airs from 7 till 9 a.m., KEXP DJ Gabriel Teodros will be guest hosting Sound and Vision and bringing us conversations with musician activists from Seattle to Minneapolis, reflecting on recent events. We'll feature some of those conversations on the next Sound and Vision podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review.